from WXOJLP Northampton, 103.3 FM, your Valley Free Radio Station. Welcome. I'm Warren Odestulet, and this is A Baha'i Perspective. Baha'i Perspective is a radio program of biographical interviews of people who have chosen the Baha'i faith as a way of life. Today, I'm playing a telephone interview with Clued Jawad. At the age of 11, Clued converted from Islam to a Baha'i while growing up in Baghdad. Both she and her older sister were imprisoned for being Baha'is while under the Saddam Hussein regime. She now lives in the U.S. I started the interview by asking Clued to describe where she grew up, and what was it like growing up there? I'm born in Iraq. Our family, they are settled in Baghdad. So you grew up there all of your life? Yes, all my life there. Just in 1994, I traveled from Baghdad to Jordan, especially in Amman. It's the capital of Jordan. And I still in Jordan in years after that I go to the United Nations and give them, uh, give them our papers and they accept us in uh, Birmingham direct from Amman to Birmingham. What was life like for you in Baghdad? I was a tailor. I have a, a shop store with the, my sisters. We are six sisters open this uh, small shop. But before that, uh, I was uh, working in light industries company. What was religious life like for you? Uh, I was Muslim from beginning in my life. But when I uh, become 11, I believe in Baha'u'llah by song. I am sleeping and I heard my old sister and uh, our sisters, they are praying uh, for Baha'u'llah in uh, 4 uh, o'clock a.m. in the morning. And uh, everything, it is uh, quiet. Um, I listening, just I make myself sleeping because I like to hear them when they are sung or praying. And I heard uh, about Baha'u'llah. Uh, we watching him. He came from a long distance and believed in him with a, a beautiful song. Uh, I just wake up and I believe in Baha'u'llah when I was 11, just 11. And you were a very strong Muslim before that? Uh, before that, I was Muslim and uh, not a real Muslim. Uh, I'm looking for something new, always, always. And what was it like for you to be a Baha'i in Baghdad? When, when I am Baha'i, a, a, a small uh, girl, I become Baha'i, and in the town of Baha'u'llah, it makes me so happy because uh, this is the area, it is a holy area, I think, and uh, because Baha'u'llah came from Iran and he settled in Baghdad, uh, those years, and uh, he going to his, uh, what, what you call it, the end on, of his life. It is just the passing from this area, it, it makes me so happy. 
And were you able to practice your religion freely in Baghdad? You know, uh, the government in Baghdad, when, uh, when I believe in Baha'u'llah, they are very, very cruel. Means uh, they catch the Baha'i if they believe in him. And the new believer, they catch him and put him in prison. And this is the situation uh, make uh, my own sister, when uh, they are uh, knowing about her, she's believing Baha'u'llah, and uh, she was Muslim, they put her in, in prison uh, 15 years. Uh, and, uh, you know, the mercy comes after uh, six years, and uh, she get out from uh, uh, her uh, prison. But after that, uh, everything is settled down, and everything is quiet, and the war between Iran and Iraq beginning. And, uh, you know, we are very afraid to, to, to let anybody know about the new believer. And I have two uh, friends in my, uh, in my work, uh, just with me in my work. They are in light industrial company and in the, the beautiful, uh, what you call it, the important part of this uh, company. Uh, I am working with them. And they are listening to me. They say, uh, your sister, uh, she was not a good lady. That was, that's why they put her in prison. And uh, I told him, no, she believes in Baha'u'llah. She's a good. And they say, what is Baha'u'llah? I tell him, what is the religion or my religion? And they said, are you Baha'i? I told them, yes. I think that time they are recorded for me the hiding recording, and uh, they uh, t take this record to the government, and uh, uh, that's why they came to my office, and uh, they catch me, and uh, they took me to to the suffering, uh, and, uh, you know, the, it is a, a long story, but I, I can I give you a short story about my life in this situation. Yes, yes. Uh, before we get into your situation, can you tell me about your sister's? Can, did your sister tell you what life in prison was like for her being a prisoner because she was a Baha'i? Oh, when she was only one sister, she uh, she go to the prison and. Uh, uh, a young sisters from my old sister, they are uh, they set me set them free by uh, what you call it. They pay a money and not uh, let them uh, go to the prison. The judge says they must pay. I think uh, five hundred dinar. It is an Iraqi. It's a rich man. He pay five hundred uh, dinar. Every one of my sisters. They go out from uh, the investigation, and only the old sister, they uh, say, you are the head of those people. You are the guide, because you believed in the first and let all your sisters believe in Baha'u'llah. That's why we will judge you uh, 15 years. And she told me that always in, in prison she's, uh, she's working and... Uh, she uh, doing good there because uh, they are a company of uh, Baha'is judge uh, like her. So some um, some Baha'is 
the judge gives them 20 years, and some uh, Baha'is give them 15, and some Baha'is they give them 10 uh, years. And she take uh, 15 years. I, I cannot imagine uh, what uh, they say in the court and uh, what, why he judged them like that. But when she was in prison, uh, we visit her always, uh, twice in a week, and uh, to give her uh, the food or something. And uh, she said it looked like uh, the student building. It is not like a uh, prison in, uh, in Baghdad in that time, because, you know, the government, they are kindly doing uh, this uh, situation about the women only. But to the men, no, it is a very different uh, place and very, very, uh, what's called, violent. Or I don't, it is very dangerous to go to the, uh, to the men. But to, to the women, it is a very nice place, I see. And always when I go to her, uh, she told us, you believe in Baha'u'llah? I told her, yes. She said, please keep it quiet and don't say, because you are very young and maybe they will hang you or doing something bad to you. But I told her, uh, don't be afraid. I will not tell anybody. I keep my religion in my uh, heart and I will not tell anybody. And she said, be a brave, Baha'u'llah, he will be with you always. And uh, remind uh, to save all the praying in your mind. Don't put in a paper. It is very dangerous to write any praying in the paper. That's why we go to the prison and listening to her when she said anything, and we repeat what she says about Baha'u'llah the praying, and save it in our mind and destroy the paper or burning the paper when, when we write it. To not let the government knowing about our uh, believing like that. And how old were you when your sister was put in prison? Uh, eleven, just eleven. Uh, the same, the same year. What did she do in prison those fifteen years? Uh, she not completed the fifteen. Uh, she uh, completed just six years, six years, uh, and she's. They are all, all the Baha'is. They are working. They bring uh, a sewing machine, and they are sewing, making a dress to the, what you call it, to the policewoman. They are working in the prison. And sometimes uh, we bring the customer for uh, my sister. Uh, but, you know, the Iraqi people or the Iraqi, the Iraqi ladies, they are uh, loving us. And they say, uh, you all sister, she's doing making dress very nice. We want to make a dress for us. And we took the measures of everything. And she's doing the, the, the fabric. Uh, we took it also. And she do it in prison. And we will send it to them to get her money. Because, you know, she is also agriculture engineering. Before uh, she's studying, before uh, she go to the prison. And she needs the money. Even my uh, father, uh, he was alive uh, when she go to the prison. He helped her very much because he loved her so much. Uh, you know, he, he didn't go to school just at the second grade he finished. But he writes 
and he read all the papers, all all the things, and he discussed with her if if Baha'u'llah is the truth, God bless him. If he is a false, God put him far away from you. He did it, refused when she said, I believe in him. And, uh, you know, when she believed in Baha'u'llah. Mm-hmm. He didn't refuse. He encouraged her uh, by secrets because mm-hmm. he afraid and he's, he's the owner of our family and all the people, we have a, a big family, they are coming and uh, take advice from him. He's a very important person. He was. But after she go to the prison, uh, all the families, they, come, they came from uh, Najaf to our uh, town and they uh, told him, don't worry, if you are shying if you're from your daughters, we will take your daughters in the, um, outside of town, and we kill them, and nobody knows our doing. Don't be worried. He says, no, all my daughters, they are the owner, the owner of, your, of my family, and get out from my house. They put them out of uh, our house. And he didn't let anybody come and touch us by something bad. Uh, he's very honest and he's very brave. He was my father. Tell me about your experience when they found out that you were a Baha'i at work. Okay. I work in the Lancaster Street Company from 1980. And uh, they came to me, the government, too person of the investigation government, they came in 1982, uh, especially, uh, exactly, exactly in uh, May 16, they came to me, and uh, I was working in 11 o'clock a.m. in the morning, and they came and they said, we want you to come just to let us something, uh, we are confused about it, uh, just 10 minutes, we want to ask you about something. I told them where, they said, uh, it is very close, it is a building of the government, don't worry, we are from the government, not uh, anybody. I told them that uh, I, w- I want to take my uh, things in my desk, they said, oh, let let it, uh, just 10 minutes and we will come back. I told them, okay, I'm going with them, with the look. When I go with them, they are walking in the street, and they change uh, our uh, direction to a small street. I know this street, it is, go to the, we call it a fifth company of the government. It is a specialist to, uh, to the people who are... Uh, don't like Saddam Hussein or something like that. It is a very dangerous area. i thinking, oh, yes, it is my destiny. Be afraid and don't, don't cry and don't shout, don't anything. Just be afraid. When they are going, they give me uh, black glasses. I wear it. I say, okay, accept it. I wear it and I walk with them. They catch my hand and walking together. And they took me to the building. The building it is a very high floor. It is fifth floor. We go just to walk in the steps, not in the elevator. After that, I sit, and there is some 
somebody, he's sitting and he says, your name, Claude Jawad, I say, yes, my name. And he says, your sister, she get, they set, F, set her free from the prison in, in the mercy. I told him, yes. Uh, and uh, I give him the number of the book when they set her free. And he said, you save it in your mind also? I told him because it is very important for me, uh, this uh, happening in my life, because my sister, she is uh, come back to my house, uh, to our house, and we are so happy. He says, uh, okay, we will see if you, you will still happy now. And he cut my hair. I have a, I was. Uh, I had a long, long hair. He cut my hair, and he gives me a bit, what you call it, something in my face by his hand. And I'm going 10 meters from his standing, from the place when he standing, he was standing, and I uh, reached to the door. I told him, why you fit me like that? He said, now you will see what, what happened. They came to a man, and they catch me from my hand, and they walked me in the long, long hall. It's a cold and darkness, and they uh, give me a fabric, uh, a kind of fabric. It is a black fabric to uh, hide uh, my eyes, to not see anybody. And they give me pajama. I wear it under my skirt. And uh, they beginning to hit me and kick me, whatever, whatever you imagine. And they uh, put my hand in my back and put a, a, a big purseless, what you call it, in, in hand. And he, they hung me from this purseless in the in, to up. They hung me. This situation from this. I cannot feel anything, just I shout, one shout, and uh, the pain, it stopped in this uh, moment. I just feel, Mahallah is with me, and I'm I talking with him. I will not let anybody, let anybody come uh, to the investigation. I, I will uh, put all, all uh, the wrong on me. I will put, and, and if they want to hang me, I will do it. It's okay. Just all the Baha'i, they are saved. Please, please, Allah, give them the safety, because uh, everybody, when he was in prison and they set him free by mercy, he signed a paper. If he come back to, to be activated, Baha'i, uh, they will hang him. That's why I'm afraid about my sister or all the Baha'is, to not to let them come back by my uh, case. After that, they put me in the, in the chair with the hanging to let me uh, wake up. And they put electric in my chest to be shaking and come back. Uh, they thought I'm dying, but I am not. i just sleeping because Baha'u'llah is with me. And this situation, it's become like a half hour, and they put me from the hanging to the ground. And they let the hanger outside, and they push me in the ground and take my food uh, in the air, and they pick my uh, food. And uh, I lost two nails, I remember. 
in the left by because it is very hard when you pick somebody by uh, a hose. It is not like a hose. It's a rubber hose. Inside, it uh, is a wooden, a wooden hose. It's very, very, uh, what you call it, tough. And they let me walking and come back uh, in the in the ground. They put uh, the air condition uh, to be coldest uh, under my foot. And they said, now speak. How you get Baha'i? How will you become Baha'i? I told them, I just opened the Quran and I I saw what Muhammad says in Quran and I believe in Baha'u'llah. He says, no, pick her, kill her, let her speak. And they doing uh, something not bad for me, but, but uh, it is hurting me, just hurting me. Uh, they frightening me. Uh, I don't fright because Baha'u'llah will be always. And after that, they said, okay, all right, what are you saying in this room? And we will let you set free to, to go to your home now. Write everything, what you say. I thought, okay, I will write. I'm beginning to write. I believe in Baha'u'llah, and nobody tell me about anything. I open the Quran, and nobody tell me what they think. Everything I, I write in it. After that, they said, okay, we will come back. They took the paper and they came back about two hours. They said, you didn't tell us the truth. We will put you in a small place and you will remember everything. They want to be put me far away from anybody to thinking with my mind. And they say, take me to the place. It is under the ground, a small place. It is the look like four yards, uh, the room, four yards, four yards. It is a square room. It is like the garage, but it is full of uh, the ladies. They are with the Iranian, uh, Iraqi people, but they believe uh, the Khomeini, he's a good man, and Saddam, he's a bad man. That's why they put them in this place. And they cover uh, themselves with porqué. Uh, I'm the only one uh, not cover myself. I enter uh, the place and I sitting between them, and they says everything is fine. All of those uh, women, they put the electric in their bodies and they put them and they hang them. Don't, don't worry, don't worry. I still with uh, those women four months. And nobody in my family knowing where I am, uh, what I eat, what I sleeping, everything. They didn't know where I am. They thought I am dying or disappear. That's why uh, after uh, five months, they judged me. They took me from this place to the court. And the court, it is just a picture of court, not a real court. Uh, you never imagine. It is... I. I even even myself, when I saw the judge talking, I'm laughing. I said, what is this? It looks like a movie or a series. It is not like a real, a real judge. They spoke about, I tell my friends that uh, because uh, the, the Iranian uh, uh, punish, uh, punish the Baha'is, they, they put the Baha'is dying from the helicopter to the ground or to the airplane, to the ground, they put them. 
and uh, the Iraqi Saddam, he make uh, all the Baha'is in the prison. I said, yes, it's true. <laughs> Everybody hit the Baha'i. <laughs> and he says, okay. And you believe in Baha'u'llah? I say, yes, I believe. He say, how, how do you believe? I told him the same story, how, how, how I believe. He says, okay, get out. I'm sitting outside, and after uh, finished, I will uh, judge you. I said, okay, judge me. I was sitting outside from 8 o'clock in the morning till 6 o'clock at night. I'm, uh, he tell me, come on in. Uh, they tell me, not to me, uh, we, uh, there is a Baha'i with me, an uh, old lady. She was the, per- the person who was talking with my sister when she believed. The family, uh, they are a very nice family. Uh, they call it uh, Sabur, her husband and her son, I think. After that, we are standing, and he says, I will uh, judge you 10 years and take all your money, all your yard, all your gold, everything in bank. He thought, I am very rich. I'm laughing. And he told uh, the lady, the old lady, because you are Baha'i from your father or, or your grandfather, you are Baha'i, I will not judge you, just 500 dinars. The man, he's a lawyer, Baha'i's lawyer, and his son, I will set free because you are innocent. We are going outside, and they tell me, why you say you Baha'i, you must. You must change your uh, saying, I am not Baha'i. And to, to say, see, you are very young, you are very beautiful. And I am going to take the fingerprint. He didn't take the fingerprint like anybody take it. It's a small fingerprint. He painting all my hand, all my hand. It looked like a half arm. It's a black it looked like somebody working at a mechanical or something. I told him, it's okay. I see. He says, now you are dirty woman. I told him, the policeman, it's okay. It's a beautiful dirt. And I'm going to say goodbye to the Baha'is because we are uh, two way different now. And they tell me, you see your hand. Why? Your hand is very black. Why? I told him. This day, it is my wedding day, this day. It is November 16th. It is my wedding day. And this black thing, it is, we call it Hanna, uh, the bride. She must, before she go to the bride, to be a bride, uh, she put a Hanna, if you heard about Hanna. Do it by the culture of Arabic. I told them, this is my Hanna today and goodbye and be careful about yourself I take my way to Baha'u'llah and I go to the prison Clued, before you continue how old were you? 21 I go into the prison it is, <laughs> it is the freedom of me <laughs> for me you know why? because everybody outside the prison and uh, everybody asks about the religion, he cannot speak and say Baha'i. They say Christian, they say Muslim, they say Jewish, they say anything. Even you, you're praying to the devil, you can say it. 
But if you say I am a Baha'i, oh, it is a big problem. That's why when they judge me 10 years, I say, oh, my goodness, 10 years, I'm a freedom. <laughs> I've become freedom now. I take my freedom in prison. Everybody asks me, what's your religion? I say, I'm a Baha'i. Anytime. And even the government, they pass every time. And, uh, you know, they visit us to, to see the prison, how it's going on, or uh, the principle, it is good the treatment or not. And they ask him, what is your case? I told him, I haven't a case. I'm just a Baha'i, believe in Baha'u'llah. And they judge me. They say, really? Why? Even the government, they say, why? Even. And uh, I stay in the prison four years. Four years. Even, yeah, even uh, they give me 10 years. But I stay just uh, four years. The mercy come from Saddam Hussein. Birthday, he was uh, 28 April in uh, in Rizwan. and they says uh, even the Baha'i she will uh, get out from her prison. I said, oh okay, thank you. <laughs> he put me in prison and he set me free. Well, what's useful? <laughs> what's uh, I don't know what's uh, the meaning of uh, this prison for him. For me, it's a big meaning because. It is right in my uh, phone. If I take anything, uh, it is uh, a gift from God. The present, it is a gift from God. It's a beautiful thing happened in my life. Uh, even, even till now, when I remember the present, uh, I remember with a good thing. Even the, the bad thing happening inside, uh, the suffering, uh, you know, far away from the family, and I cannot see the bird flying, I cannot fly with him. But when you believe in things, you fly with him. So there was no more torture after that first time before prison? In prison, it's a kind of hurt, uh, another kind of hurt. Because there is a prisoner in, in the prison, uh, they believe if, uh, if they say anything about this lady, she's a Baha'i, and she make activate in in prison. Maybe she wants to make another Baha'is in prison. They will uh, set them free. And that's why uh, there is a lady. She was uh, there with the twenty years the judge gave her. She is not Baha'i, but uh, she is a spy for Israel. And Iraqi, they don't like Israel. That's why. And they put her uh, 20 years, not hanging. She thought if uh, she tell the principal of the prison, I am doing activate the high uh, in the prison with all the praying or something, they will set her free. The, there is uh, many ladies around her. They came to me and said, please, Claude, don't say any words about Baha'u'llah uh, uh, beside this lady. Uh, she she won't put you in uh, to, to hanging, not in prison, because you are in prison. What would she want from you? I told her, God, he saw everything and let her do what, what she wants. And uh, really, really, nothing happened to me from this lady. But the principal or all the staff, the working, uh, they are changed from time to time. And they are love the Baha'is. They was loving the Baha'is. 
they came, another uh, they bring another lady. Uh, she's a, pro, a new principal. She hit the Baha'i. And the first thing she does, she puts me a lonely prison. I don't know what what you say in English because my language not helping me. It is a, a, a one yard, a one meter, one meter solitary confinement. Standing, and it's a darkness, and she puts me two weeks because I am Baha'i only, and I am very polite. What she says, come on in and clean. The yard I clean, come on in and take all the dirt in the bathroom, I will do it. Uh, and she's very nervous, why accept, I accept everything, what she ordered me. And finally, she put me in, uh, this is uh, a lonely prison, in, in the prison. And uh, she says, uh, because uh, I am not listening to her very well. And after uh, one week, uh, my old sister, uh, she came to visit me, and she said, I have no visiting till three months. She said, why? Uh, they told her, the principal, uh, she punished her because she's not listening and she's not doing the orders. orders. She said, okay, I want to meet this pr- principal. And uh, my old sister, she going to the principal, and she told her, why doing with my uh, young sister like that? She's very polite. She cannot speak in front of you any word bad. And she's doing what you ordered to her. Uh, she said, uh, no, it's uh, nothing, and it will be, uh, it will be finished uh, only one week. I will give her a mercy. It's okay, it's okay. Because I have a long hair, uh, and they are jealous. Just, I cut my hair there. To let uh, this uh, principal uh, very happy, I cut my hair. It's a short hair. After uh, one or two months, uh, the principal uh, doing something very bad. She took a glass of uh, a bottle of water. It is a healthy water from uh, one of the prisoners. She writes a paper report to the government when he visited. And the government, he took this paper and he judged the principal three months in the prison mm. because she's not uh, innocent mm. and it's not fair to put me like that. So, you know, I, I was in prison. I just pray for her. Mm. And just I say, thank you, Baha'u'llah, because uh, he was in, in prison 40 years. And I said, please, Baha'u'llah, before I go to the prison, I asked him, please, Baha'u'llah, give me just a quarter of your suffering. And he gave me 10 years, not 40. It means a quarter of his suffering. And it is very great for me to give me this gift. So what happened after they let you out of prison? I told you there is a mercy from Saddam Hussein came in April. And uh, they say all the, all the prisoners, uh, even they are the opposite of the government, they don't like the government, they will set them free. And they set me free. After that, when I go outside, you know, I have nothing to do with Really, if I want to study, it is very hard for me because I'm, I'm shocked from this society. I'm uh, beginning to, to encourage myself to do something. Mommy also said, she says, uh, we will uh, make a store. We will uh, doing a making dress to the ladies. 
and uh, we beginning to work like a tailor. And I married. After I married, I traveled to Jordan. He's Muslim. He's very good man, and even now he came to the Baha'i Center, and he's praying with us, and he says, uh, pray whatever you want to pray, do whatever you want to do, uh, I will uh, be your guard. After you left prison and was working as a tailor, were you able to practice your religion freely? After the prison, uh, we doing all, all the things, just family, just uh, my family, not cannot going with another family. It is very dangerous because Saddam Hussein, he was still in, the, in his the chair. After uh, five years, my sister, two sisters, uh, married from Baha'i. And we became two families uh, going together and doing together the feast and praying, and, uh, you know, there is no order from the house justice. We cannot hurt, uh, hurt them uh, what they say. But they believe we are uh, still a Baha'i, they believe. And uh, there is no news from outside to inside. We are afraid to all, uh, to all the people, uh, and uh, we are afraid to ask what they say and what's happening. But we do the praying by secret. It is very dangerous to tell anybody. We are afraid uh, about if, if we say we are Baha'i, what will happen? Because there is many new Baha'is become Baha'i, and they cannot uh, shout, and they say we are Baha'i. They cannot. It is very dangerous. But after that, you know, uh, I married. I am going to, I travel to uh, Jordan. And uh, I'm listening to my sisters, what they say, they say, oh, we are very active and we are doing, after Saddam Hussein, go. They're doing uh, good now in their religion. So the Baha'is are not persecuted in Iraq after Saddam no. Hussein? No, after Saddam Hussein. Even now, they are doing by secret because they are afraid from Shia. Uh, the Shia, it is, uh, you, you, you know in Iran what's happened uh, to the to seven Baha'is. And always we are praying for them, and uh, they're afraid they will happen in Iraq also, because the Shia, it's the same Shia in Iraq and Iran. Clued, maybe you could tell our listeners what happened to these seven people in Iran that you're talking about. Who are these seven people, and what happened to them? Actually, I didn't know them. Just I heard the news. Uh, when, we, when we are in Jordan, I heard about them. They, they want to catch them. But when I arrived, I, I have been in uh, Birmingham two years now, and uh, they catch them after, before two years, uh, before or after, after, after that time when I... Uh, come in Birmingham, and uh, my language at the beginning not helping me to understand what they're saying, but uh, I have many emails from my family in Iraq. They told me, please pray to the Baha'is in Iran. They are suffering, and I believe, I believe they are very brave. You know, when, uh, when every, everybody go to the jail, we think, even me, 
I think he, he will be suffering. But there is another phase to this situation. It is a victory. It is a victory, really, really. That's why I pray for them all the time to be a brave. I know they are suffering because the jail in Iran, it's not like in Iraq. It is, it is very, very hard to everyone in, in Iran and to Shia. And you know the investigation, it is uh, very difficult and very, maybe they changed to the worst, not like me. Even I am suffering a worse from my sister, but now it has become the worst. The bird always, he won't fly. And those seven, they are the birds. I, I pray for them always, always. Because they are brave. They are brave. And they give me the power when I am listening to my sister what uh, they are feeling, maybe. Mm-hmm. And she said, we have... We, we, we must pray for them. Please pray now together. And we put the hour together and praying. They are from Iraq and I am from Birmingham and pray to them. Yeah. It is very hard to anybody to go in jail. It is not fair. Right. It is not fair. Let me explain to listeners a little bit that these seven people in Iran are referred to as the Yaren and they were running the affairs of the Baha'is in Iran and they were arrested and tried and were just recently sentenced to be uh, imprisoned for 10 years. So we all are praying for them, yes. Yes, and please do. Any Baha'i, when he listen, my story, it is nothing. Even even my suffering, it is big for, for any Baha'i, but for me, it is nothing. It's a gift from God. Really, really, it is my freedom, and I love it. Mm. But those Iranians, not me. Clued, why did you and your husband move to Jordan? We moved to Jordan because uh, we have no place to do our future in Baghdad. And he lost his job, and I'm afraid from the government. Maybe they will catch me every time because I am married from Muslim, not from Baha'i. And he says, come on in to take our life in Jordan to see maybe our future is good in Jordan. We travel to Jordan, but in Jordan, 16 years, we cannot uh, do or arrange a small house. We cannot. Every time we are moving, moving, moving from house to house. To, uh, and he says, I cannot speak to our family. Please give, give us the money. It is very unuseful to do it like that because we are uh, big enough to do our future. And that's why uh, I have a child. Uh, he's a, a boy. He's Down syndrome. And he cannot uh, go to the school in Jordan. It's very expensive. We went to the United Nations and uh, we asked them about uh, our future. And they said, uh, we need to know your history. Uh, I tell them the truth, my history, and my husband, he tell them the truth also. And uh, they uh, accept us immediately, and they say, do you mind if you go to United States? <laughs> uh, we're laughing, and we say, uh, we have uh, another choice. <laughs> mm. It's good for us, because uh, my son, he needs a school. 
and uh, we coming to because my son he needs because my life it is appear and it's lighting. If if I stay in Iraq, if I stay in Jordan, whatever I want, it's okay for me. I'm big enough to to help myself. But my son he needs more than this. He needs a school and he's a diabetic and he has a celiac disease. Three things. That's why it's complicated things. Uh, we decided to travel uh, to Birmingham, and uh, we came and we find uh, a big heart in USA, and uh, we love the area. We love the people. Are the Baha'is able to practice their religion freely in Jordan? It is very, very nice and very activated in Jordan. You never imagine. I miss them. <laughs> mm. So there's no persecution of the Baha'is in Jordan? No, no, it is very nice. It mm. is very lovely. And the government, they love the Baha'is. So, Clued, how old is your son now? He's 10. And so you found a school for him to go to? Yes, they put him in uh, elementary school. It is a public school, not a specialist. Because uh, the Down syndrome, the treatment of the Down syndrome, it is uh, like other uh, boys. He's doing good. He's doing fine. And he begins to speak English very well. And sometimes he corrects for me (laughs) (laughs) the spelling. (laughs) And what are you doing? I'm studying English language in Jeff State. Uh, and after that, I will go to the college because uh, I need to study to work. I decided to study in nursing. It is uh, helping my son and uh, to get a work to depend on myself. Well, Clude, thank you so much for sharing your story. Yes. Uh, thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Clude Jawad a Baha'i that suffered torture and imprisonment as a young woman during the time of Saddam Hussein for being a Baha'i. For a copy of this interview and others, please go to my website, www.abahaiperspective.com. For information specifically on the Baha'i faith, you can go to the website, www.baha'i.org, or you can call the toll-free number, 1-800-22-UNITE. I hope you join me next time on A Baha'i Perspective.
Thank you. This is WXOJLP Northampton, 103.3 FM, your Valley Free Radio station, streaming at www.valleyfreeradio.org.